viewpoints, statements, or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, media grouping, ownership, management, sponsors, or website. When it comes to South Florida sports teams, very few in the media have witnessed, lived, and covered it like the Big O. Let's start the program dedicated to your favorite South Florida teams with a passion that's unmatched. The Big O Radio Show is on. Here's the Big O. Friday! Yes, sir! Hey, didn't we do something like this already today? This, like, welcome back! Yeah, baby! Oh, you brought me back. You know, it's it's one of those things. Once you think you got out, then once again, they suck you right back in. Oh, loaded, loaded, loaded. That was good news driving home, man. Stopped at La Spada. I got me a sub and boom, here's a Garofolo report. Dolphins have picked up Tua Tungavailoa's fifth year option, which is what I've been wanting for a while. If you've listened to this show daily or once a week or whatever, uh, you know that I've been wanting them to pick up Tua's option. And there's a lot of reasons why this makes sense. Okay. First of all, let's go with the human being. Okay. Let's talk about the, the man, Tua Tungavailoa. And I, I've told you kind of, you know, this before throughout the show and over the last couple of weeks. This dude is wired, you know, like one of those elite type of players. And I think he has an understanding of what the hell is going on with his body and what he has to do. And so whether it's jujitsu, and if you go listen to Nick Hicks in our interview with his trainer from last week, they're talking about stuff to make him quicker and faster and all those kind of things to give him a little bit more of an edge where he can be a little bit more elusive in the pocket. And so Tua is going to do because I think he understands he's married now. He's got a child. He's the face of a franchise. He's got people that believe in him. Okay. And so, again, let's talk about the human being now. Because, you know, people are just going to talk to bullshit numbers and all that. We'll get to that. But here, this guy has a place where the front office drafted you. So they believe in you. Chris Greer. Believes in you. Marvin Allen believes in you. Reggie McKenzie believes in you. Okay, so you've got the front office. You know, you almost were cock-blocked by the owner trying to do the Brady stuff, the, the former head coach that wanted Watson. All that stuff is out the door. It's been pushed out. Then you added Mike McDaniel to the mix, who came in and embraced you and created a 700-play tape to say, yo, dude, you're really good. Look, this. We can do this. Okay, and people have been down in the doldrums before in the past. Kurt Warner was down after he had success with the Rams. He was down with the Giants. He got beat out by Dave Brown and shit and then went back to the the Cardinals and lifted up his career. So, you know, guys have had adversities and have come back from them. Fred Taylor had a slew of injuries his first three, four years in the NFL, then went on like a six, seven year run with almost no injuries whatsoever and just had a marvelous, maybe Hall of Fame career. 
So guys have had their ups and downs. And Tua, obviously, you know, had a lot of rough patches early on because he didn't have support. He has the support now. Do you think he wants to ruin that? No. So he's got a wife. He's got a child. He's got his family. He's got to lead a football team. He cares about his players. You saw him in that. You saw him in the end zone in that game when they clinched. And he was there to congratulate everybody. And he was into it because he's an all-out team player. And so you got the guy that is wired the right way, wired to win, to do whatever he has to do. Dwayne Wade got older, got slower because of that knee. He adjusted his game because that's what he had to do in order to extend his career. So I believe Tua is going to work like an animal this offseason to do everything he has to do from neck exercises to jujitsu to improving his quickness in, 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 you know, in, in small areas, which you can do those things. Nick explains it. Just go, just go to the interview from last week and you'll get, you know, a little bit more information on it. And so I think he's going to do all those things. So then this, if, if he understands this, which I truly feel he does now at this point, and he goes out there and is able to take care of his body, Okay, remember last year and the year before and all that stuff. But last year, he took the normal football hits and he got up. This was all about the bad luck with the head trauma stuff, which wasn't really an issue throughout his career. So if he can take care of himself that way and get rid of the football, then all of a sudden he goes out there and he plays, you know, a complete season, whatever, 16 out of 17. Then he's going to command big time money. 22.1 is garbage. Garbage. Let me put it in perspective. Years ago, I don't know how long it was already, like seven, eight years ago already? Nine years ago? I'm not exactly sure. Maybe not nine, but about seven, right? Maybe six, seven. Um, They gave Tannehill a new contract, remember? And it started at 17 million. And we were all freaking out like, oh, my God. And that was the market then, unfortunately. So I had to give the guy the money. You know what I mean? Really, whatever. But that's another conversation. I'm not going to ruin this one, this great news with that crap. But my point is 21, uh, 22-1 now is what the what the contract is. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? You're going to have to pay a lot more if you don't tag them. If you don't, if you don't give them the fifth-year option, then you got to franchise them. And then now you're pushing high 30s, mid-30s to high 30s. And again, remember what I've told you. You saw them clear up all this cap space now. They're making moves. They're not, this isn't a rebuild. This is a team that made it to the playoffs and almost beat the Bills, and they were loaded with injuries and on their third-string quarterback. So they plan on coming back with pretty much the same team they had, adding another stud free agent or two okay and i think you're going to have other players around the league that are maybe at the back end of their careers and are pretty good players they're going to take a little less money to come here too now because they're going to see what's brewing here so i think a lot of people remember what i've told you throughout the show don't allow the crap from the media on the periphery trying to fill your shit up with aaron Rodgers and and Derek Carr and Garoppolo and 
every name that they mentioned over the last few months, none of it was going to happen. We broke the story first than anybody else. Two days after the season ended, we told you Tua was the plan moving forward. Okay. Doesn't I respect the people that broke their stories this week, and that's fine and that's great, but they're way late on that shit. We told you that they were moving on with Tua. So don't listen to these people. Don't listen to people that are telling you about this team that they're light years away and oh my God, same old Dolphins. That's a bunch of crap. This is a really good football team that had a bunch of bad luck last year. And that's the that's the stuff that needs to shake from the trees. The bad luck. You get you get the bad luck out, and the Dolphins are going to have one hell of a football season next year. And picking this up because, okay, here's another thing that people won't be looking at. Because you're now opening up cap space because you're going for it. This year and next year, you're going to see them do this. They're going to they're going to mortgage the future because they're going to make a run now before you got to pay Jalen Phillips, before you got to pay Waddle, before you got to pay Tua, and you got to give those guys the big salaries. They're all they're all first rounders. They all can go into their fifth year, and you can extend it, and so you can buy yourself some time. But you've got to make the run this year and next year. And then after that, the crap is going to hit the fan. Three years from now, the crap will hit the fan. So you've got these next two years pretty much to make a run with Tua and all these young cats and try to get it done. Okay? And since you're opening up all that cap space, it's because you're trying to make that run. Now, doing this buys you an extra year now. So either year six is where Tua's contract will start. And guess what? That first year of his contract will be a small year. It'll be a five, eight, ten million dollar salary, and they'll backload that one. And that's kind of how they'll play the game. But you, you got to understand some of these deals that they've got now, three years from now, they're out of the Toronto Armstead deal. So when they have to go pay those other guys, it's like a cycle. Okay. X will be out. Tehran will be out three. All the all of these contracts, when those other ones kick in, some of the other ones will kick out. So it's kind of a cycle that they're creating right now. But what I want you to understand is they're opening up all these salaries now and backloading them because they're making a run this year and next year. They're making the run with Tua Tunga Vailoa as their quarterback. So while everybody's worried about the new contract, okay. I'm going to live in the moment like I've been telling you all out there, like every Dolphin fan in the world should be doing this. Live in the moment. Let's enjoy free agency. Let's enjoy the draft, even if it's only a few picks. But let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy the offseason. Let's enjoy Zach Thomas getting inducted into the Football Hall of Fame where he de deserves to be. And then let's enjoy this season because they're trying to win a Super Bowl. This year, next year, they're trying to win a Super Bowl, and they're going to go for it. And if they can get some breaks, everybody knows deep down inside, if that was a healthy Dolphins team against the Bills, you and I know what would have happened. Dolphins win that game. So all of this is building up to a crescendo. While everybody's worried about the contracts you're going to give those guys, 
let's stay in the moment and let's try to enjoy what they're trying to do right now. Okay. Let's not worry about Tua's contract three years from now in his sixth season. I want to see if Tua can win a Super Bowl in years four or five. Okay. That's what I want to see. I want to see if X, who will be a motivated mofo, because as I told you guys throughout the season, didn't I tell you Byron Jones would get cut this year? Right. And there were even stories right at the end of the year. Oh, could there be a chance of Byron Jones coming back? And I'm like, give me a break. Okay, Byron Jones will be cut this year. X will be cut next year. Now, X knows he will be cut next year. His agent knows he'll be cut next year. So to avoid that and stay where he wants, because he likes it here, that, that he does. He's going to be motivated to because he has to be motivated to convince the Dolphins to keep him. And he has to be motivated that somebody else will want him. So he has to have a great year. So you're going to have a motivated X. You're, you know, Jalen Phillips, you can just tell it's a volcano ready to explode. He is on the brink of double-digit sacks. You saw it last year. He was all over the place. It was just one of those things that it'll click. It'll click. Chubb has got his coach here now, so hopefully he'll be better. You'll get Wilkins back. You'll get Sealer back. I know they're going to find a middle linebacker in free agency. I just know it. I just have that feeling that they're going to find a middle linebacker in free agency. Be excited about what's going on. Don't allow all the people that are notice all the people that are writing and talking about none of them give a shit about the Dolphins, dude. They only give a shit about writing some sensationalistic bullshit. That's all. They kept writing about all these other quarterbacks and none of them came. None of them. None of them, no matter what. And meanwhile, Chris Greer and, and McDaniel, all they could tell you from the moment the season ended, Tua's our guy, and all and all these people, all they did were call them liars. Oh, no, because it's the owner. Well, the owner's not in the mix right now, man. You can tell that he is. He took his punishment and went to the corner and said, hey, guys, just call me if you need a checkbook. Yeah, yeah. Anybody ever watch the, the Munsters? Right. I think it was the Munsters, if I'm correct. And and they had hand right that would come out of the box. That's all that's left from Stephen Ross, the owner. You know, we got to sign somebody. There comes out the hand. That's it. Stephen, we got to lock up uh, the fifth year option Hand, put it in escrow. That's all. You know, when you see the hand of the Munsters, that's what's left of Stephen Ross's ownership right now for the Dolphins. He's out of the he doesn't he's not he's not going to put himself in the public spotlight right now. He cost his team a first and a third. So he's behind the scenes. They were telling you from the get-go that Tua was a guy, and all these people could do is just call him liars. People like Josina Anderson, who have no insight whatsoever inside the Dolphins just like anybody else that was doing it. Or they want to write articles about, well, uh, you should uh, look into Lamar Jackson. No, you're not very smart. They have to change the entire offense. That's not what McDaniel runs. Lamar can't run McDaniel's offense. You think McDaniel came here to run a run offense? No. I think he wants a passer. In fact, he's, he's so drunk on passing that he should have ran more last year when he had opportunities, and he was 
dead set on passing the ball like crazy. That would not end well with that guy. So all of this bull crap FUD that was out there, fear, uncertainty, doubt that people continue to put out there, it was all wrong. So stop listening to all those people. The front office is doing a really good job. This young coach, that's another thing you got to look forward to. Look, on game day, he screwed up a lot. Okay, that's my only knock with Mike McDaniel. His game day decisions, he's got to get better. But he's a really intelligent guy. So I'm pretty sure he's going to have his plays in on time. I'm sure they're going to be better with their challenges. You know, certain things he will improve. Hopefully when they are running the ball and really dominating somebody up front, will keep dominating them. Wear them down. You know, he will improve. But I'm excited because... Daryl Bevel was trying to be, you know, scooped up. He stayed. He kept everybody that he really wanted on that offensive staff. And then he went and added one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. Within a season and a half, a season and the start of the second of the first offseason, you know, the second offseason for him, he shows me more than Brian Flores and Joe Philbin ever did. Because those two fools couldn't build a staff. Okay? Uh, And I warned everybody about Joe Philbin ahead of time that he wasn't going to be able to build a staff, and he never was able to build a good staff. And then this fool couldn't build an offensive staff. This guy already got himself a defensive. He got a head coach for the defense. The whole Danny Crossman thing, well, you know, we'll see if, Maybe we write it wrong or something. I don't know. But I'm happy that, that McDaniel's running the offense and that and that uh, Fangio's running the defense. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I don't understand negativity right now. I understand that when, you know, we're watching one step make one stupid decision after another every year. I get it when we're watching Joe Philbin get extended for winning a meaningless Minnesota game. I get it when, you know, rest in peace, Tony, but we watch him celebrate field goal after field goal, and that was embarrassing. That's like like celebrating the Heat hitting two-pointers when they're in a three-point league, you know, that kind of shit. I I was Mr. Negative for all that because I saw that it was terrible. This is not. This is really, really good, and it's only going to get better, and – Signing or locking up Tua for the fifth-year option economically, I think, is going to be the best uh, option. Of course, it's the easiest second guess because of the injury history. I get I get all of that. But the same people that are going to complain to you about not picking it up because of the injury history are the same exact people that next year after he kicks ass and now you've got to franchise him, and it's 15, 16 million more, guess what? The same whiners and complainers about his injury says, wow, they could have actually picked up the fifth-year option and saved themselves a lot of money. I've been doing this for a long time, for over three decades, okay? The FUD will always be there. 
that negativity, all that shit will always be there. But it's not coming from people that actually really want to see the team win. They want to get a story out of it so they can get their views. They can get their complaints. They can get you to email them and text them and go back at them at their Twitter and get a get them riled up. And then their editors say, great job. Yeah, I wrote that Lamar Jackson story. I stirred it up. Yeah. Even though it's a bullshit story because it's been a bullshit story from the get-go, but we'll talk about it. You know, somebody will still come out with it. Watch. And they won't remember that. Wait a minute. They picked up the fifth year option. That is guaranteed next year. And oh, my bad. It, it, all that crap will be out there. If you want to keep listening to it, that's fine. This is the best quarterback you've had since Dan Marino. The best quarterback you've had since Dan Marino. Do not be quick to discard a person that has led the league, was in the was in the conversation for MVP. Okay. We haven't had a quarterback down here be in the conversation for MVP. We haven't had quarterbacks that can throw six touchdowns in a game and come back from 21 points. No, that doesn't happen down here. It's 13 or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Daniel Jones got 40 million. I mean, seriously, folks. Appreciate it because what's going on here, I believe, is something really, 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 really special. By the way, if you want to make your home, your business look really, really special, Cutter's Edge Pro, they know how to get it done at Cutter's Edge Pro, man. I've been telling you about them for a while, and they are obviously made our yard. Oh, just it, it's what it is, is a, a oasis now, our backyard is an oasis. And whatever you're doing, landscaping, outdoor lighting, irrigation, artificial grass, we've got the, the outdoor lighting where we can change the colors all the time. I got to make it dolphin colors tonight for Tua getting his fifth-year option. You can do the same thing. Heat win, put on heat lights. It's uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, put on the pink lights. It's the holidays, put on the green and the red, baby. Whatever it is, you can go for a Canes win, put on the Canes colors. Or maybe your favorite team is not one of the local teams, one of the other ones out there. Maybe a, a little Rosa Negra, the inner Miami squad. Get that win tomorrow, baby. Call Will or Mike at Cutter's Edge Pro, 954-472-0622, folks. Been telling you about them for a while. And if you have dogs like I do, the artificial turf is the best easiest to maintain you're never cutting the grass you're not watering the grass you're saving hundreds and thousands in the long run that's what it's all about so call cutters edge pro 954-472-0622 and they're fully insured cutters edge pro check out their instagram instagram page at cutters edge pro they will get it done for you all right what do we got here uh big o did you get a sub yes i did i uh i hit la spada uh i've only eaten half the sub by the way uh, let's see, Big O, we live in a society that perpetuates negative pro uh, projections about certain people when they don't have a clue about the future whatsoever unless they have some 
psychic ability, which I don't. Ah, but Mrs. Cleo does. Mrs. Cleo can see everything. Jason Meyer says that is the QB market. When you don't pick, when you don't pick up the fifth year, Giants were in the same situation last year. Exactly. And now you're paying 40 mil a year. You're going to get a bargain next year with uh with Tua Tunga Valoa. And I, I believe that he's going to come back with a vengeance. I really do. I think Tua, he, you know, he hears it and all that. And whether he says he doesn't, he does. He says he takes receipts. And everybody doubts that he can stay healthy and all those things. And I think that's also going to motivate him, you know, because of what happened this year. I think he's going to have a good understanding. I think he's going to work hard with Nick and at getting better and more agile and all those kind of things. Uh, I, I, By the way, I, I, uh, I sent Nick to screw around a little bit. I sent him the Steve Grogan pictures because he's a young guy too. So he doesn't really know Steve Grogan. And a lot of you young people don't know Steve Grogan. Steve Grogan was a, a uh, really tough, good, very good player for the new England Patriots. Stats are a little different back in the day, but um, you go look at his numbers and some of them are impressive and some of them are not and all that, but Grogan played forever tough as nails and he wore that that neck uh, brace or whatever that thing is called that that neck roll or whatever, and you know linebackers, you know By, By, uh, Brian Cox used to have the uh, the neck roll too. So well, actually, his was like a plate that went up, so it, you know it didn't keep your neck from from uh, actually going back. And Grogan played as a quarterback with that thing. It actually, if you go back and look at it, it doesn't look bad. It actually, it actually gives you like a little bit of an edge. It, it makes you look like a little, you know, more, um, I don't know, RoboCop-ish. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so not not that bad. Uh, Orlando Brown and Miami, Big O. I don't know if they'll spend the money on, on a tackle on the offensive line. You know? That I, I I don't think that that'll be the case. Oh, by the way, Isais, thank you, sir. Uh, he made a donation, which remember you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show and uh, Cash App or Venmo. And he uh, donated, which you can donate Bitcoin. Isais donated a little Bitcoin there. So let me see. What else do we have here? All right. Anyway, so uh yeah. Uh Orlando Brown is a left tackle. We need yeah, plus no it, Orlando Brown came in as a right tackle. But Orlando Brown is very particular, okay, about wanting to play left tackle because you get paid like a left tackle. And to want to bring him here to play right tackle. So you 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 bring up a a great uh, point, Mel. But it's not so much that he plays left tackle because he played right tackle initially, but he wanted to be a left tackle. So that's kind of why he left, right? Because uh, the other guy, Ronnie Stanley, right, is their left tackle, and so he wanted to become a left tackle, and they gave him the money and and put him at left tackle, so he can prove himself. So he wants to stay at left tackle. So if he leaves Kansas City. 
he will play left tackle for somebody. Remember, he got his championship this year. So he can, you know, some guy named Kyle Lousy with the Miami Heat. You know, he got his championship. You know, I, I haven't seen a player that's dying to win another one. Have you? And Kyle Lowry. So be careful with that one. Big O looks like Ron Jeremy. Yeah, kind of. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Grogan played with surgery on neck. Yeah, yeah, no, he was tough, 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 tough guy. What's the hottest sports bar in South Florida that Big O always talks about? I want to go there. Sports Grill, baby. Sports Grill. Go enjoy yourself at Sports Grill. Uh, Big O, we know I got that one. What do we have here? From a business standpoint, this makes perfect sense. We have two on the cheap for two seasons, and when they sign them to an extension, the first year it's usually a low cap hit, three years of cheap to it. Exactly, sir. You are correct, my friend. That's it. Uh, Big O is here to collect. Tua is our guy. You know it. You know it. I wanted this from the get-go. You know that. You all, anybody that watches this show daily, uh, I thought giving him the the picking up the fifth-year option is the best thing. I get the people that are nervous, but I just feel like it's really not not that big a deal. I think he's going to – look, this year he did avoid injuries. It was just the damn concussion thing. And hopefully that's not something that was like a problem for his entire career, that he was having multiple concussions or anything like that. Maybe this was a a year of bad luck. So I'm willing to roll the dice, all right, and take the chance. All right, any other final uh, questions? Anything here? Give me – I'll give you a couple minutes more here because I've already done three hours. I don't even know how long I've been on already, but uh, let's see. can't tell but anyway it's probably been a a good 20 minutes right 25 minutes something like that uh let's see that is true he did avoid injuries besides the concussions we'll see yes we are putting in ot even the geckos in there bitcoin dropping i don't think to 16 it would be nice but i don't think it'll go to 16 it it all brett it all depends on the market you know what I mean? The S&P uh, it, it usually goes with with Bitcoin. And right now, the Dow is down 123 points. The S&P is down 24. Bitcoin has been holding pretty strong, by the way, I'm, which I'm, I'm still shocked, actually, at 20. Now, I expected volatility all year to like August or September. And then I, 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 I thought... What happened in January, I thought was going to happen in September. So I was dead wrong on this last pump that we've had. But it's still holding at 20,000. So it's still up from the 16.5. And ETH has held pretty strong. Now the alts are now going up. Matic is up 5%. 
Cosmos is up 3%. HBAR is up almost 6%. Uh, so things are going up. So I don't know. We'll see. It's it's hard to predict what the hell is going on, man. You know? But I don't expect us in either market, stock market or crypto, to be soaring till later on at the end of the year towards 2024. On the back end of this year to 2024, I think what we've had the last 16 months now is an accumulation period. We may be having a few more months of accumulation. That's what I think is the case. So I keep collecting that Bitcoin and that Ethereum as much as I can. Uh, when are you doing a segment with uh, Alf? With Alf? Uh, I've never done a segment with Alf, but I should bring him on. Alf is a good dude, knows his shit. Uh, Big O, you think by restructuring the contracts this week, this made it even easier to go ahead with Tua, a little easier to afford the money up front for him and still going after the free agent. I don't know if you heard what I talked about, but I explained it just a couple of minutes ago what the whole big plan is. So I kind of explained what the big plan is. You might want to, you might have joined late. You might want to rewind, but I, I explained it pretty thoroughly what restructuring Tua, what it all means in the big picture and what the Dolphins are trying to do. Okay. Cause that's the key. Too many people are worried about the future contracts. They don't need to worry about the future contracts. You need to worry about the next year or two. That's the, those are the years you want to, you want to really enjoy. Don't worry about that other stuff down the, down the line. Uh, let's see. When do you think Cardano blows up finally? Next bull run. When the bull run starts. Bull run hasn't started. The beauty, the beauty is Cardano went to nearly $3 in the last bull run when it didn't have the depths and the, de and the decks, uh, didn't have uh, DeFi going, didn't have Metaverse, didn't have NFTs. They have all of that now. They have dApps and decks. They have NFTs. They they have it all now. So and now they they have now they have money being locked in their in their DeFi. So that and that number is just growing. Their transactions are growing. So the next bull run, whenever it starts, which I think it's late at the end of this year and into 2024 is when I think it starts. Remember, we're like we're we're a little over just over a year from the Bitcoin having. So as we get closer into it next year, that's when you're really going to start seeing a pump. What I think you do now, is what I'm doing, is every chance I get, I buy a little Cardano here, a little Cardano there, and I just keep, just keep adding it and adding it and adding it, and eventually it's going to take off, you know? So anyway, McDaniel should uh, bring it FB to beat up the defense. Oh, fullback? Alec, Alec Ingold is fine, dude. What you got to do is improve the offensive line with it, with the fullback. And you got to stay with the run when you're gouging the green Bay Packers, you know, at nine yards a carry and you're gouging the bills at seven yards a carry. You don't stop running the ball. You keep that momentum going. You allow your linemen to beat them up. So it's, it's a mix of di different. I disagree completely with you. They've got a fullback in Alec Ingold. He is terrific. Now, the problem is the line in front of him has to get much better overall. And then you've got yourself, you know, a hammer. 
that you need in order to to uh, get this thing done. Uh, I know the thought is we bring back Mostert and or Wilson at running back. Any chance the Dolphins look at Alexander Madison? I have no idea, Tony. No idea. He's a nice back, but um, I like Mostert and Wilson. I like that combination. I was really impressed with Mostert because I always looked at him like a speed back. And when I saw him at times, like, man, he was running hard and breaking tackles. Super impressed with him. Um, I don't know which one. I, I, I think you bring back Mostert. I don't know about Wilson yet, but I would love to bring both of those guys back. They know the system, and that's the thing. Uh, Madison, I don't know if he if he's going to adjust quickly to the system. We saw what happened last year with the Arizona kid. You, you brought Chase here, and then he could, he just could not adjust. And you you would think he was he was in a zone scheme, so you're going from inside or outside, and you figure, okay, but it's still zone. He should be able to adjust. And no, no, you know. So you you may run inside, and you're going outside zone. You may run outside, you're going inside zone. You're thinking, well, okay, the guy should be able to make a transition. Should be able to figure it out. Edmonds couldn't figure it out. And you and Wilson came in and right away. So. Madison, you might take that chance that he may not adjust right away. You can't have that. Wilson and Mostert, they know this. And Ahmed, that's probably why they signed him. One, he was affordable, and God bless him, dude. He was ready every time, every single stinking time. They said, Ahmed, we need you in there. Boom, the kid was ready and productive as hell. I don't know what his yard yards per carry was per carry or whatever, but it was it was probably really really good. Uh, what else do we have? Any chance we trade Baker? I doubt it. I think it'll be a cut. I don't think he fits what Fangio does, but Fangio knows a lot better than I do, so we'll find out. But I think he's going to be a casualty, you know, unless the cap hit is so brutal. I have to look it up. Uh, unless the cap hit is so brutal, then maybe we'll see. All right, uh, we are out of here. We uh, appreciate all of you out there. Just want to just want to touch base with you all and and get it. Go. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, let me let me let me give people their due when they are. Uh, uh, Steve M uh, sent in a donation through Venmo, and we can always count on his hate. Dolphins picking up fifth year Tua, and he's got him uh, throwing up and turds all over the place. But Steve, thank you for the donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. Remember, Bitcoin donations are welcome. Okay, on on Cash App or Venmo. So there you go. Thank you all out there. We'll see you uh, on Monday. Y'all be good. Much love. We thank, of course, uh, Sean Stanley the man that masters this program every single day. Welton Rayom has more than 62 years of litigation experience handling insurance disputes. They're committed to resolving even the toughest insurance claims quickly. Call them for a free consultation. 954-966-4646. At Welton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. 
property damage claims to your home, business, or condo as a result of a hurricane, Welton Rayom can help. Water, mold, fire, smoke damage, Welton Rayom can help. Call 954-966-4646. The viewpoint statements or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, Media Group, Inc., ownership, management, sponsors, or website.